What is good, America? We are back here once again on What's the Word of Entertainment for my boy Obed. This is this is Sherm. We are live and in person and in check once again this week on What's the Word of Entertainment. What's going on with you, Obed? I'm living the dream one day at a time. Yeah, man, I feel you, dude. We got a lot to talk about here today, folks. This week, we are going to be focusing on the NBA and some NFL news in action, of course, as always. Um, let's get it started, folks. Um, let's get right into it. We're going to talk about the NBA first up here. Um, Doc Rivers, I don't know if you saw, was recently named the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, he agreed to become the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. I believe it's a five-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of surprised at this, not the fact that he just kind of jumped into a new gig after, you know, leaving the Clippers, but I mean, I don't know if he can't, to me, if he can't get the Clippers to a chip with that squad they got, what's, what, does he really think he's going to get Philadelphia to a chip? Because with, with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, uh, injury plagued Joel Embiid and, and a guy in Simmons who has no jumper. You know, so I was kind of surprised him taking this job because I'm sure he wants to win another one before he goes out for his career. So I was kind of, I was kind of a little bit shocked by it. How about you, Obed? Yeah, I don't have to agree with you on that one. I mean, it's kind of just like he's that dude that won't retire from the NFL and just like going from team to team and not doing work. He, he's definitely not trotting out into the sunset like uh, uh, Adrian Peterson is right now. Adrian Peterson looks great with the Detroit Lions. I'm not going to lie. You can't. That man is a monster. But, you know. <laughs> If you look at the opportunity that he's got here with the 76ers, you know, they just gave a huge contract to Al Fort Holford, who's 34 years old. I don't know why they did that. Um, ben Simmons is trash. Uh, Joel Embiid mm -hmm. is probably the only guy there that you can actually build something around that I think, you know, brings heart, intensity, and actual gameplay as right. a big man. Um, I think really they brought him in because Elton Brand only has two years of front office experience and needs someone with far more experience uh, to kind of direct things. They gave him a five-year contract. He, he instantly steps in and becomes the face and the voice of the 76ers. Uh, but he's got a, honestly, unlike Matt Patricia's old garbage ass, uh, uh, Doc Rivers actually does have a lot of work to do with this mm. team if he wants to get it somewhere. Um, mm. I, don't, I don't fault Doc Rivers for what happened with the Clippers. That's really just, you know, in a game seven, you can't play that way. Uh, uh, Paul George, you cannot play that way, Kawhi Leonard. And I, right. you know, I, I think they both know that, but mm -hmm. you know, they, they, what is done is done. Right. Yeah. No, dude, you're, I'll, I'll say you definitely hit it on the head there, especially the fact that with the 76ers, more specifically, when you lost Jimmy Butler in free agency, he left to Miami, you didn't really improve your team. You, you paid Tobias Harris or chunk, a chunk load of money, but Tobias Harris is not better than Jimmy Butler. I'm sorry. He's not. No. So you pretty much had this. Same exact team you had before, but let, but but not as good because you lost Jimmy Butler. So then they, the fact that they thought they were going to do well, now you bring in Doc Rivers with the same squad, they're not going to be better than they were before unless they bring in another all-star kind of player like a Jimmy Butler kind of kind of player, you know? So yeah. I think I think he just went from a talented team to a lesser talented team, you know, in the East now. So I guess, uh, well, hey, I hope, I hope for the best for him, but we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, some other side news, your boy Kyrie Irving, Seemed like he threw a little bit of shade at his former teammate in LeBron James, um, saying that on the podcast of the ETC podcast, uh, that he kind of feels that this is for the first time in his career that he can look down basically on the line and say, like, you know what, this dude can take that shot, you know, kind of even clutch time, time to speak. People were wondering, is it, was, it, was it really shade at LeBron? He claims that it wasn't but LeBron, but, dude, come on. People were thinking it, obviously, right away. It's like he has to admit he had LeBron James on his team. LeBron was making clutch shots, yes. Kyrie made that, that big three-pointer in game seven. 
against the Warriors for the championship. He's he's a big time shooter too, at, you know, in clutch moments. But it's LeBron James. Of course, he's gonna he's gonna be able to make clutch shots too. I just thought that was just kind of crazy, and also the fact that he said that they don't team in the his Brooklyn Nets that they don't really need a head coach. He could be the head coach. KD could be a head coach. You know, <laughs> like what what great player has ever said they don't need a coach? My, yeah. Michael Michael never said that. Michael never said that. Michael found a way to work with the guys that they brought him. He might not have liked the front office guys, but he always knew how to work with his coach. Yeah, Joe, Joe Montana never said that. I bet Wayne Gretzky never said that. You can name great players from any sport, but Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi never never said that. You know what I mean? Yeah, never. It's never. just a well. If this is the also remember this is the same guy who believes in the uh, flat Earth theory. I was going to say, we're talking about a flat earther here. I, I generally, whenever okay. I speak about Kyrie Irving, I put uh, an I word in front of it. He's either immature Kyrie or he's idiot Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, I just can't believe he's just popping off like this and just really thinks that he's he's talking he's talking righteousness, which I don't think he can really believe himself. I don't get it, but Kyrie's just going to be Kyrie, I guess. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got his own opinions. And I, you know what? I mean, I will give him – I will say that his comment – and I want to – honestly, I'll give him a pass on that because it's the media that is saying, oh, this is uh, LeBron's shade. I mm-hmm. think the shade is actually to his tenure when he was with the Celtics, which is the most recent team that he played with, where – absolutely there was a lack of individuals there where he could look at like hey that guy's going to take the last shot that guy could probably take. i could pull enough Mm -hmm. defenders to open up a shot for him and have him taken and potentially that guy could make it Mm -hmm. you know he didn't have a durantula there that he could go to uh which i understand right even though he did i'm pretty sure he had jason tatum there with him when he played uh at uh boston Boston. yeah 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 you know i mean but i think he was talking more about his boston years than he was talking Mm -hmm. about his his uh uh cleveland years um and as far as him saying that they didn't need a coach this again like i said this is when we start talking about um Kyrie lacking professionalism and maturity nothing new um right. steve nash is his friend and we've said this on the show i'm pretty sure i said this on the show is he mm-hmm. is not the kind of person that needs a friend he needs a coach mm-hmm. he needs a head coach telling him hey we're gonna do things this way you need to instill these positive things in you i, I think the guys had too much success he played what a, few, a handful of games at duke sat on the bench and still got drafted very highly in the, in the nba draft right. you know it's 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 hard to number see one overall pick number one overall uh you're talking about a guy who just you know he's probably always been catered to and shown that yeah, you're the god you're this you're that uh and it's showing in his pro career where he just doesn't have it in him to be humble whatsoever yeah. you know it's far different than when you talk about a guy like jimmy butler and you think we're about jimmy jimmy butler came from that mm-hmm. jimmy that i i think about that practice that jimmy butler had uh where he went out there and just dogged against and i'm pretty sure i think that was against the clippers uh I mean, correct me if i'm wrong i know that was a 76ers practice or it was a clippers practice but he mm-hmm. dogged them and that's because he has earned everything that he's gotten he has worked for everything that has come to him and no matter how many times teams let him go don't resign him to a max contract obviously all those teams have turned to garbage because jimmy butler comes from a different cloth than a guy like when he left the bulls they became trash when he left the 70 the, the timberwolves they, they got worse when he left the sixers they got yeah you're 100 yeah. right jimmy butler is definitely an all-star player great defender yeah but Kyrie, like he, again that immature kind of he doesn't want to take that leadership role and be the bigger person on any team. He's, I think it's been known. That's why kind of why things fell apart in Boston, especially in that locker room too. But right, we'll see. Yep. Um, also moving on, um, the finals were looking, looking like Lakers might be wrapping it up in five this week. We'll see. But Lakers are up three to one over the Miami Heat. He came back with a big game three victory after going down 0-2 to the Lakers. Jimmy Butler had a huge game three, posting a triple-double. 
with 40, 11, and 13. But the Lakers bounced back in game four, coming up with that victory last night, 102 to 96. Man, I really thought this was going to be a sweep when Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic were out game three. I really didn't think Heat stood a chance yeah. in game three at all without those two. But the Heat somehow pulled off. Jimmy Butler was on another level. He went, he, he went off um, game four. Bam did come back last night in game four. Um, he, had, he had 15 points. You know, he played, he played decent enough, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough. I'm saying it's, I'm saying it's over in five. It's, I, don't, I don't, I think, I, I won't be surprised if there's a game six, but I'm going to say on record, it's over in five. Yeah, I, I would agree with that over. I, I, I'd said it from the beginning, either five or six. Really, if the difference between game three and game four uh, is who gets to go to the charity stripe. And my God, um, the kind of calls that LeBron James got, the, the, he got one and one where he kind of looked around like, oh, you really going to give me that? Oh, okay, I'll go to the line. <laughs> You know, like, oh, we're like, all right, cool. I, I had I had a friend's dad. I want to shout out uh, 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 Miles Stroman. I want to shout out Miles Stroman on this one um, okay. because when I was coming up, um, he always made a point to say, you got to look at who took more free throws and who run, won the third quarter. Uh, and if you look at game three, uh, Miami won the third quarter and they uh, Jimmy Butler went to the free throw line 14 times or took excuse me took 14 free throws mm-hmm. uh and then if you look at game uh game 4 the Lakers won uh the third quarter and LeBron James went to the free throw line and shot 12 free throws uh so you know it's 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 one of those things where uh who's getting the calls you know, and how are you playing? Are you attacking the basket and taking those, taking those extra points, those little points that, that kind of eat away at mm-hmm. the, at the, at the lead or continue to build your lead because right. you're get to go to the, the Sherry strike. It's funny because in the beginning, uh, before the final started, when we did our, our show right before the, right before the first game, I said the Lakers need to play um, good perimeter defense, but it looks like the Miami, because the Lakers have been shooting the three ball. I mean, in, I think it was game one, they, they shot the most threes ever in a, in a, in a finals game. So kind of going outside the realm where it's more like the Miami needs to step up in the perimeter defense. But yeah, like I said, dude, I still think it's going to be the Lakers all the way here. I'm going to say it's going to be over in five. So looks like the game is, I think the game is this Friday. So we'll see if the Lakers come out on top. And if LeBron gets to high, hoist another uh, Larry O'Brien trophy, we'll, we'll see that, how that goes. I need another hero sandwich. That's what I need. <laughs> I feel you. Let's move along, sir. Let's get right into the NFL news in action. Um, one of the biggest storylines from last week's uh, week four in the NFL was Patriots quarterback Cam Newton testing positive for COVID-19. Um, as a result, the New England and Kansas City game was moved to Monday night. Um, I believe Cam is doing better. I think, I think he's actually asymptomatic. I think as the latest reports coming out of that game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, starting in his place was, was back with quarterback Brian Hoyer. Jared Stidham even got in the game at a, at a little, for a little bit there too. Um, but, dude, this seems like it's just kind of just going around. Now, his, now um, Cam's teammate, cornerback uh, Stephon Gilmore, is tested positive. I think defensive it's just, player of the year, Stephon Gilmore. That's a big loss. Dude, there you go. So who knows with, if he's going to be okay? You know, um, I mean, what? Who? I think they play what? Denver this coming up weekend. I'm yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't need Stephon Gilmore to beat Denver. Denver's on there, a third string quarterback. But Brett Rippin, Brett mm-hmm. Rippin gave us the game on Thursday night against the Jets that we thought we were going to get from LeBron, J- uh, LeBron James, Lamar Jackson <laughs> against the Chiefs. I. I Again, quarterbacking. I don't know if quarterbacking is something that Lamar Jackson is ever going to learn. He better start. Mm. Yeah, but, dude, 
they built that entire offensive scheme around RPOs and just QB and just QB runs. You know what I mean? It's just kind of running full. And he needs to – I know we're going to get kind of getting off topic here for a second, yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. Need, he needs to learn to throw the ball effectively for them to win, especially in the AFC with, the, with Kansas City there. Oh, my goodness. And it's not even about effectively. It's like, listen, you're going to be in a game with Kansas City. If your defense can't stop them, and thank goodness that you have the all-star coaching that Bill Belichick brought to the table and mm. found a way to at least stymie the Chiefs a little bit. If you as a defense, and the Ravens is one of the best defenses in the league, can't find a way to slow them down, and your quarterback needs to throw the ball 55 times in a game, Tom Brady has no problem throwing 55 times. Mm-hmm. I, I just – and you gave this man an MVP trophy for what? For running around? For, mm-hmm. for hitting a spin move on the Cincinnati Bengals? Mm-hmm. For torching the Miami Dolphins? They're terrible. For torching the Houston, Houston secondary, the 0-4 this year Houston defense? Mm-hmm. Th- this, is, this is who you gave Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson the MVP trophy for? Ugh, fool's gold. But continue, mm-hmm. please. No, no. Yeah, and then also I was going to say that two more t- Tennessee Titans players have tested positive, which is they're up to like – Dude, I don't. I think the whole damn state is. is I might have Colton right there. Got that Rona right now, dude. Oh my goodness. So I get. I gotta ask, dude. Why won't the NFL con- at least consider some sort of bubble situation like the NBA did? I understand it's gonna be more a lot more difficult. As a matter of fact, one of um one of our Twitter uh, followers hit me up on Twitter saying that because I tweeted something out last week from the, our, our my account here. And he said, you know, why won't they do this? And he said, oh, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot more involved because you got, you know, 32 teams and you got stadiums and this, and that there's so many players. I get all that. It's not going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot of smart people in the NFL, right? I think yeah. we all can agree. Yeah. Some way, there's got to be some sort of s- some solution to kind of n- get this figured out. Adam Silver figured it out for the NBA, and look where they are. They had to have zero positive test while in the uh, bubble in Orlando. What's what's the hold up here? It, to at least even think about it, consider it there, because they're not even they're saying it. It's not on the table at all. They're saying yeah. basically saying you bring it up, get kick rocks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's lizard brain conservative thinking. The good old boys network that doesn't want to try to do things differently. They think they have all the answers, and all they're doing is is making it worse. I mean, these guys are following their president's lead, and it, it's just not going to work out for them. Um, international rules football doesn't have any bubbles. International rules football. Uh, a team from England was traveling to a you know tertiary location a third party location and playing against a team from spain and they were not getting covid uh, a team from germany was playing against a team from england and was not getting covid so why you know, you know i mean it's not even a bubble it's just a third party location that is sweeped taken care of made sure that it is safe to go uh and then again these teams were also playing each other like Bayern Munich played home games against other teams from Germany, other teams in the same state, in the same country, and they were not getting COVID. So the second somebody tells me that the NFL can't figure it out, there's too many, you are part of the problem. You are part of the reason that it's going to fail because you refuse to come up with a solution. You just keep telling us no. There's no reason why when teams are at, in their home, in their, at, that, at their own facilities, they can't isolate in their facility the entire week, practice, whatever they need to do, get tested daily, just like in the NBA, isolate in their facilities, um, and then travel on game day, play the game, and you know, travel as a team in an isolated you know, plane where it's secluded just to them. It's, it's sanitized fully their entire time. Travel to the game and then travel right back to their secluded, secluded arena. At least do something like that. At least. 
because I don't yeah. even think that's happening right now. Their players are going in and out when they speak, you know. But yeah. I feel like you have to get this under control because it's just going to keep on happening. I mean, a lot of it is also personal responsibility about doing the right thing. I mean, you, you mentioned the uh, more Titans players testing positive. I mean, players, they closed their facility. They were supposed to be isolating. Players took part in a secret workout. Now, it's not a crime to work out, but it's a crime to be around other players. The idea of isolation and containment mm -hmm. is to stay away from each other, right. right? Mike Vrabel, I'm looking at you. You are, you, you are supposed to be a smart guy who comes from the Patriots coaching tree, right? If Belichick realizes that he has to make his team isolate and do these things so that they don't have a problem, you know, they're going to be okay. They're going to find a way to move forward. You got, they shot themselves in the foot. No, you're not supposed to get together and have a practice or in a workout when you're supposed to be isolating so we can get through this. You know, and then you look at the Raiders. Ten Raiders players were fined for not wearing masks at a charity event that they went through for Darren Waller. Just going to mention, mention I, that. I appreciate you having this charity event, doing good work in the community. You can't wear a mask? My God in heaven, it, what is wrong it, with you people? It just doesn't make any sense. It's just – I think it's just it's it's selfishness. Just it's, it's selfishness and lack yeah, of empathy. Yeah, it's just it's just amazing to me how it's still it's still happening, and we, we we'll touch on it a little bit later. But let's, let's move along just a little bit here, Obed. Um, another week four matchup. I kind of wanted to just touch on was the Browns at the Cowboys. Man, Browns lit up that Cowboys defense. Won by forty nine to thirty eight. This is three straight wins for the for the Browns now. I guess are, is Cleveland for real or is this kind of just like you like he's like to say fool's gold a little bit, Obed. Absolute fool's gold. You got trounced by the Ravens, an actual good team in week one, 38 to six. You, you couldn't even get out the blocks. Um, you beat the Bengals. They have a rookie QB and you only won by five points. Uh, you beat the Washington team by two touchdowns. Again, Washington. And then the Cowboys, who we all agree have no defense whatsoever, and you gave up 38 points to them. Uh, and you were, and in that game, the Cowboys were, you know, about down by three points at one point before it all went to crap. Um, yeah. No, they're not for real. We're going to see what happens with this Colts game. I'm sure that they, they're probably going to win that game. Uh, I, I do. Will they beat the Steelers? We'll see. They'll probably beat the Bengals again. They'll probably beat the Raiders. They'll probably beat the, the Texans. They'll probably beat the Eagles. This is more a sign of the, the schedule that they're playing, more mm -hmm. so than that the Browns are actually for real. Um, they're going to go They're gonna go deep. This could be a 10-win uh, Browns team if you look at that schedule, knowing that they're going to play the Giants, the Jets, the Eagles, the Texans, the Raiders. You know what I mean? This, this team could mm -hmm. surprise, and everybody like, oh, this is the team we thought it was. No, they're just playing a really garbage schedule. Yeah, yeah. But on the other side, Dallas, dude, um, one in three. Tech, they should be 0-4 if it wasn't for the stupidity of the Atlanta Falcons. What's the bigger problem in Dallas? Is it the defense? Is it the coach? <laughs> or, hell, is it, is it the damn owner? Yeah, I mean, I will say they got robbed against the Rams. Now, going back, I'll, I'll correct myself. I think they got robbed against the Rams with that you know, phantom uh, uh, call from uh, Jalen Ramsey um, playing it up for his uh, awesome role for the Oscar there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, equal dumpster fires across the board. Um, at, but you know what? I mean, honestly, that offense has looked great. That offense is like, you know, Amari Cooper fire looks like right they're now. on fire. And that's what you bring in Mike McCarthy for. Mike McCarthy is known for high-flying offenses that he had in the past with guys like Aaron Rodgers. Still, Aaron Rodgers is the guy who orchestrated a fantastic uh, run through this. And, you know, he had a great uh, uh, set of wide receivers um, at the time that, that, that all that high-flying this occurred and a Super Bowl at that. Um, but, again, it's, this is a defensive problem that has nothing to do with Mike McCarthy. Uh, this is the team not being able to, to – hey, kudos 
kudos to them for bringing in Alden Smith, but you did nothing for the secondary, and those guys are just getting roasted and toasted every week. So it's equal dumpster fires across the board for the defense and the owner, but I'm not really putting a lot of blame on uh, Mike McCarthy. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, next up, the we kind of mentioned it briefly before, the Houston Texans dropped to 0-4, but they have fired head coach and general manager Bill O'Brien. Um, he does in. <laughs> it's and it's funny because was it a couple weeks ago i said before i didn't like it the fact that he's he is the gm because I, I told you i don't like you know coaches being gms i guarantee they don't do it again that's for damn oh, sure no not no not at all Never. but dude his clock was ticking the minute he traded away deandre hopkins and did not get a first round pick yep if, if you're getting two first round picks for a safety you better believe you better get at least one for a top four wide receiver in the NFL. Damn, damn near to tell top two, top three, you know? Hey, yeah. it's, it's, it's just amazing to me. There was also a report that he had an argument in practice with J.J. Watt a couple of weeks back. He kinda, that's when he kind of lost the team, they said. But, I mean, they're 0-4. Deshaun Watson, you know, he's 100% missing his favorite target in D-Hop. This was just a bad move. They can't, you know, I, I don't really know what to say about it, about the Texans right now. I don't see them kind of even coming out of that division like they did before. But, man, I mean, looking at their schedule, they've got the Packers, you know, in a, in a few weeks. They've got the Patriots later on, the, the Bears. So, the, 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 I'll say the schedule is favorable, but I just don't know how they can do it. Just, I mean, J.J. Watt is consistently getting hurt. I mean, Romeo Cornell is a, is a solid coach. He's been around the league for quite some time. You know, a few different teams. Hell, I think he was in, even in Cleveland at one point as their head coach. I just don't think he's, a, he's the person to lead that team to success. I mean, so. it'd be a great role for, for Salah from uh, uh, for the defensive coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers. And really what they're missing for the Texans is quality defense that allows them to control the ball because they can't they, they you know, they move it downfield in garbage time, but they mm -hmm. just, and they're absolutely missing that number one wide receiver that the defense keys on to open up everybody else. Um, it's, it's really unfortunate. I mean, this is what happens when you allow guys to keep writing their uh, Tom Brady checks uh, much like Charlie Weiss did well before but Bill O'Brien did that. And, much like Mike, uh, um, uh, what's that fool's name? Uh, Josh McDaniels did uh, when he wrote his Tom Brady checks to become the head coach for the Denver Broncos and then the Seattle Rams, Seattle, uh, yeah, St. Louis Rams. Uh, afterwards, you know, these it's 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 um, it's unfortunate because they could be a great team. They could come out and they won the division four times in the first six years. I think that he was there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, if if I was a fly on the wall, I could take a, a stab that the blow up was that he argued with the defensive coordinator, Anthony Weaver and JJ Watt that possibly may have said that the defense wasn't pulling their own. Um, and you know what? He had just gotten so full of himself uh, as the GM getting rid of guys and thinking that, Oh, I don't need to get a first round draft pick for him. Uh, mm -hmm. And then coming out here. And the, I think the last straw was that he announced that he was going to take over play calling duties. And they were just like, you, the, all he was doing was throwing more gasoline on a burning fire. On a burning yeah. house. I mean, you you you're you are not solving the problems by taking everything and doing it your own. It, many hands make light work, and Bill O'Brien's ego is just thinks that it can do anything it wants. Yeah, I think he, I think you absolutely said it perfectly, dude. It's just a shame that they couldn't get it together. But like I said, his clock started ticking when he when he, when he traded away D Hop, and he, yep. don't wait don't waste JJ Watt's time he has left because we all know his he has 
so many injuries, so he's probably not – I don't see J.J. Watt, J. J. Watt playing for another six or seven years, you know what I mean, just because yep. injury-wise. So, yep. now you know he's a player that 100% deserves a championship because he's one of the best defensive players in the league and, you know, has been for the, quite some time now. So, I think they need to get some more talent in there, especially on the defensive side, to help them out and get some more weapons on offense for Deshaun Watson because you just paid Deshaun Watson, and not, but you're not doing anything to help him out. Yeah, you can't just bring these tertiary pieces in and think that he's going to get it done with, you know, the likes of uh, aging Randall Cobb and Kiki Cutie who can't stay healthy and Will Filler who can't stay healthy. You know, that's exactly. Just happen. Exactly. Uh, some other news, some backup quarterbacks are going to get their start this week. First up in Washington. Washington benches their starter, Dwayne Haskins, the second-year man out of Ohio State. They're going to be going to go to Kyle Allen, who was the starter for, for a little bit of the last year for Ron Rivera in Carolina when Cam Newton was out. Yeah. And also in the New York Jets, we'll be going with their backup, former Super Bowl MVP in Joe Flacco. Out of these two, Obed, which situation do you like better? Do you like the Kyle Allen situation in Washington or Flacco going with the Jets? Do you think Flacco could be their starter for quite some time? Because Sam Darnold hasn't been looking good. Uh, Sam Darnold, I don't think is a problem for the Jets. Joe Flacco is not. I don't know if Joe Flacco is an NFL quarterback anymore. We're, we're, we know <laughs> Joe Flacco is bad. Uh, we know Joe Flacco can can barely drive it downfield. You know, it's just I don't know how healthy he is. Um, it really, I was thought that retiring would be good for him because I just don't know if he has it in the tank anymore. Uh, Dwayne Haskins just got the ultimate disrespect from uh, Rivera, but. Dwayne Haskins is not Rivera's guy. Dwayne Haskins, Ron Rivera did not draft Dwayne Haskins. I'm sure he never wanted Dwayne Haskins. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's, it's Dwayne Haskins isn't even the backup quarterback. They made him the third string quarterback and the backup is Alex Smith. So if anything happens to Kyle Allen, Alex Oof. Smith is going in. Right, which I don't think is a good idea at all coming off that horrific leg injury a few years back. But, I mean, Dwayne Haskins, you know, hell of a college QB at Ohio State, set, set records all over the place that his last year there. Um, he's just a young guy who just hasn't been developed quite yet. The game is a little bit fast, obviously faster to him. It's fast, faster for him now. It's a different, it's a different speed than, than it was in, for him in college. I think you need the right guy to develop Dwayne Haskins. And I would that's, agree. that's what, that's what the issue is. You need the right, you need the right QB guru to kind of come in there and fix the tools that need to be fixing. Let him see the field. He'll help him let him see the field better and faster because we all know it's a big difference between college and the NFL. But in, in, yeah. sorry, real quick, just, just in Flacco, the guy's 35 years old. He's going, probably only got a couple more years left. I, you know, I'm not saying Flacco's a scrub. I'm just saying he got paid from Baltimore at the right time because he got hot at the right time. They he were comparing him to Joe Montana when he went and won the Super Bowl. And I was just like, because my man made one sprint through the postseason? Yeah, Stop it. He got paid like he was Joe Montana. You know I mean, like one of the best. Like I said, again, I'm not saying he's a scrub straight trash, as you may have said, but he just got hot at the right time. But then they realized, oh, damn, he's not as good as we thought as we paid him. I think he, he is an NFL quarterback. He could start on some other team. I mean, quite frankly, the Jets are horrible. I think I even said it last week, the Jets will be the worst team in football. And they're quite pretty much proving me right. You know, look at that, dis that display last week against Denver. But I think Flacco can at least bring some leadership to that, to that team and help them out. I mean, going up against this week, who the, Jet the Jets have, if I'm not mistaken, Arizona. You know, we'll see what happens there. But uh, I do like Kyle Allen, you know, going getting with his former coach in Ron Rivera there. Washington, kind of a mess all over the board. But we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens with both of those squads, you know? Yep, yep. 
let's get into you right you mad the conversations we have here on what's the word entertainment where i ask so or make some bold statements here and obed will let me know if i'm just crazy or if i'm right if it right on the head first up obed i say to you jets head coach adam gase will be fired before season ends Sherman, you're right. I mean, if, if the start that they've had isn't enough to, to you know, cut him short, uh, there is no way he's coming out of this season with anything less than, I mean, I, don't, I wonder. I wonder if they will win a game. I mean, it is, it's, so they're not beating the Chargers, the Bills, or the Chiefs. The Patriots are going to spank them. Maybe they have a chance against the Dolphins, um, mm-hmm. at, but you know, I, I and and the hilarity of that them being able to play the Dolphins before their bye and then the Dolphins after their bye. You know, let's get that swiftly out of the way. Um, this looks like an zero and sixteen team. So you know, and when do you pull the plug? Do you, do you now the thing? The argument here is: Do you do that to Sam Darnold? Do you cut him short? You cut to short his time and then have. Uh, uh, Sam Darnold have to come out here and play uh, under who knows what regime and who under no, who knows what offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's I, I just looking at the two looking at their team the past few weeks. Okay, they look horrible. Their offense is going absolutely nowhere. I, I get it. Le'Veon Bell is is on IR. So you don't have that. You don't have a number one wide receiver. I'm sorry, Jamison Crowder, Rashard Perryman, Chris Hogan, they're not number one receivers. They're all a bunch of number twos, maybe even a number three. Okay. Fact. Right. Okay. Your tight end, Chris Hearn, not a number one tight end over. You, you drafted Sam Donald for a reason in the first round, I believe is what top three or top four pick a couple yeah. years back. Yeah. You're not helping his case. You're not helping him at all whatsoever. He has no weapons. Great. You got Le'Veon Bell last year. You, you barely used him, Adam Gase, okay? Now you, you don't have anyone else he can go to with the, with the Rock. You're, you just, Adam Gase, I feel like, doesn't really have the locker room, and he's running this, this team down the drain. Granted, even if you take out Adam Gase, the Jets are still bad. The Jets are still bad. Oh. However... Adam Gase is not doing anything to improve the situation because you could be losing, but you could still be doing things well and you could still have that team and have the locker room and all that. But if you take away all that too, then it's time for you to go. So I agree hundred percent. I agree. hundred percent. It's not only that's all he's going to do is make it worse. Um, And that's what we've seen him do the last few years. Yep. Uh, So uh, Sherman, you write, you mad Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the best team in the NFC. Man, you're right, dude. Looking at what they're doing, especially on the offensive side of the ball, obviously they have Tom Brady, as we all know. Chris, even and they're Tom Brady threw, what, threw five TDs last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going down early to the Chargers, coming back in that game. It, they just have so many. And that's this is without Chris Godwin, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. He did not play. Yes. yes. But they just have so many weapons offensively. We all knew, you know, with Bruce Arians, you know, the no risk and no biscuit thing was going to be in effect. But he's throwing the rock. He can hand Tom Brady can throw the rock no matter what. We know that. But on the just from a um, all around perspective, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the pieces on every on each side, even on the defensive side, and, and Dominican Sue and JPP, 
Devin White, Sha- Shaq Barrett, you know, that D-line and linebackers, they're great. I think yeah. um, as far as the secondary is concerned, could be, could be, could improve a little bit. I will say that. Yeah. But overall, I know, I know Seattle's 4-0, but they're letting up yardage like crazy. Craziness. Through yeah. the air. Yeah. Um, I know Green Bay's 4-0 um, with Aaron Rodgers throwing the rock. But I just think defensively, Tampa Bay is slightly more, slightly, slightly better than Green Bay. That's why I give the, the nod to Tampa in this case. Okay. If Green Bay perhaps improves their defense, then yes, they can slip, they can slip past Tampa Bay. But right now, it's Tampa number one, and, and then I'll say Green Bay number two in the in the NFC. So I'll say this: um, we'll find out if you're right about that because in uh, a couple weeks, not this week, but next week, the Packers are going to be in Tampa Bay playing mm-hmm. against the Buccaneers. But that rolls into my next you right, you mad Sherman. The NFL season will not be completed due to Corona. Dude, as of right now, I'm thinking you're right, son, because we just said it before. Tennessee having more players tested positive. They got 20-something people between players and personnel testing positive. Just Cam just tested positive. His teammate Stefan, it's going to keep going and going. How many times can you postpone and move out games? The week before, we know the Titans and Steelers game got postponed until later this month. I feel like it's just going to keep on going. Do it now the ten- down the Tennessee and Buffalo games in jeopardy for this weekend. Let's say they got to postpone that. Then you got to fire out somewhere that put them. Do they do they have to push out the playoffs later? Do they have to end up pushing out the Super Bowl later on? Yeah. When is when is it going to be? I guess enough is enough. Where they say, "Oh, yo, damn, we can't really keep this going. This is a, this is a serious problem." It's a cluster, right? And I just don't think. I think because the further you go along, the more people it's going to affect. And I I said this before. I'm telling you right now, son. If Golden Boy Tom Brady gets Corona, they shut the whole damn thing down immediately. Okay, Thanos cannot have Corona. <laughs> exactly, dude. I'm telling you right now. Let's. I'm telling you. Let a Rod or Aaron Rodgers get Corona. You know what I mean? Let hell. Let Bill Belichick get that. You know, get the son. They wow. will shut the whole thing down. I'm telling you because it, you, it just can't go on. You can't just keep postponing and postponing and postponing. It's going to be a point where they shut it down, just like the NBA had to do, like the NHL had to do. They had to shut it down completely and figure it out, and that's what's going to end up happening. Sorry. I'm sorry, fans, yeah. if you're listening, if you think it's – you know, I'm being I'm pessimistic, but you know what? It takes as much energy to be pessimistic, pessimistic as it does optimistic. So I'm going to lean on the, the, on the, on the former side first. Okay? And I, I want to say one more thing before we get into the picks, that yeah. they had the most time. The America NFL had the most time. They were done with their season in February and watched all of this happen and watched every other major organization go through it and figure it out. And they sat on their laurels. Mm -hmm. This is what you get when you act like this. Uh, But, you know, let's get into the picks. Let's bring it home. Um, We've got got quite the uh, array of games that are coming up. These are some good games. I hope we get to watch all of them and they'll get this (laughs) done like last time. Um, Started off with Tampa Bay at Chicago on Thursday night. Uh, Going Tampa Bay, like you said, they've got it up and down the board. I mean, I Mm -hmm. think it's good to see Nick Foles out there. And, and, you know, Chicago, I thought, was going to play a lot better than they did against Indy. But, you know, they just just kind of crapped the bed. But I'm going Tampa Bay. Foles look real, real rough. Last week, I gotta say, but yes, I'm going. I'm going Tampa Bay in this one as well too. 
Carolina at Atlanta. Uh, you know, I mean, Carolina is a lot better than we thought that they would be. I feel like we still haven't seen what they really can be because they've got Mike Davis running the ball for them and not uh, Christian McCaffrey, but they've got more than enough for Atlanta. Atlanta just looks beat. Yeah, yeah, Carolina here as well too. Even even without C Mac back there for um, Teddy Bridgewater is still playing well. I'm glad I'm glad he's got I'm glad he's found a found a team where he can start. So Atlanta, I'm just so surprised. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones not really getting getting it done. Uh, I know Julio's banged up, but dude, coming off that Super Bowl appearance a few years back, Matt Ryan MVP. Uh, I think I said it last week. Dan Dan Quinn won't Dan Quinn won't be around much longer. No, not at all. Um, Buffalo at Tennessee. Uh, wow, the Bills. Talking about a four and zero Bills team that might be five and zero if the uh, uh, Tennessee Titans have to forfeit this game based on them breaking COVID protocol rules. Uh, so if they do play this game, I'm going with Buffalo, even though it seems like uh, Josh Allen has a shoulder injury. Well, I think they'll just end up moving the game, which okay. is probably going to happen again. Um, we'll see, but yeah, no one circles the wagon quite like the Buffalo Bills. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Las Vegas at Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City, I like what Las Vegas has been putting together, but they're just not getting it done in the red zone. Uh, and Kansas City, I mean, what, what can you say? They're undefeated for a reason. Dude, KC, I'll tell you, that Monday night game against Baltimore, I was just in awe of Patrick Mahomes. Not that I wasn't before, but man, I just... I just can't get. I just can't take my eyes off to how stellar this this team is all across the board. Andy Reid has them in a great position. Yeah, Casey all the way. Vegas they had a, they had a, they put up a good game against Buffalo last week. But yeah, Casey in this one. Uh, air raid Zona at the New York Jets. Uh, going <laughs> air raid. I mean, going Arizona. You know, they should be able to come in here and get it done against a very pretty bad New York Jets team. If you guys have the Arizona, if you see Arizona defense out there, pick them up. Joe Flacco is about to get that work. Dude, this is. A wash. <laughs> Kyler Murray about to do work, son. Yeah, let's, absolutely. Let's, let's go, Arizona. Absolutely. Uh, so we've got um, Philadelphia at Pittsburgh, <laughs> um, and Philly is just deplorable right now. And I don't know how they beat uh, San Francisco when you get the return of Debo Samuel and the return of a 15 catch, 183 yard, and a touchdown monster in George Kittle. Uh, I don't know how they pulled that win out. Um, but Pittsburgh, I think, is going to take this one in the battle for Pennsylvania. Yeah, man. Um, I, I, I did pick Philly last week in that one, I will say, or, or your, over your, you picked Niners. But uh, the fact that they got they had Nick Mullins, like I said, if, if Garoppolo had played last week, Ford Niners probably would have come out with that one. But yeah, Philly at one, two, and one, they're leading that division, which is ridiculous. So the worst division in football, the NFC East. Um, I'm, I, I, I got to go Pittsburgh in this one. Philly is just atrocious. They had, like I said, a weakened 49ers team, no Nick Bosa. You know, no Garoppolo. You know, the team's all banged up, dude. They're playing like 16th string wide receivers and stuff like that now. They about to pick up dudes from the parking lot and stuff. So, yeah. I'm, but still, on this one here, uh, Philly and Pittsburgh, I'm going Pittsburgh. Uh, LA Rams at Washington, um, the Rams. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's when these uh, former Mick, uh, not McVay, uh, Shanahan acolytes come back to town. They just love whooping up on uh, on the Washington team. So I got <laughs> Sean McVay coming and cooking up something good for him. Yeah, Rams all the way. Easy one here. Cincinnati at Baltimore. I mean, I think there's no. What are we gonna see more spin moves here? We're gonna crown this guy <laughs> for doing that. We, well, it'll be Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Joe Burrow. Even though he Burrow's starting to play a little bit better, but Cincinnati just just have, doesn't have enough firepower to give him Baltimore. Yeah. 
uh, Jacksonville at Houston. You know, we both picked Houston in this one. Um, I don't know what the new look Houston Texans are going to look like. Uh, you know what's funny? I was thinking the exact same thing when I was making my pick earlier. And I'm like, hmm, new coach, new situation. How is it going to look? So you know what? For the record, folks, I will be changing my pick to Jacksonville. I will be going with Jacksonville over Houston in this one. I'm just not sure. Even though Houston's, I feel like, is more talented, I'm still going to go with Jacksonville first game with a new new head coach at the at the at the, run, at the head of the team um it's gonna be awkward yeah, i don't think they're gonna look right so i'm going jacksonville i like it i like it uh miami at san francisco uh you know i think we're going to see the tua tagovailoa era begin uh in this game if not we're going to see the end of the fitzpatrick era for sure at the end of this game um and i'm gonna go san francisco i don't think tua should come in this game dude and then um, Brian Flores said last week, you know, he wasn't going to be pressured into putting in Tua. There's no need, dude. They're really, you put in Tua, what good does it do? You're not going anywhere, Miami. I'm sorry. Sorry if any Dolphins fans out there, you're not winning the division. You're not making the playoffs in any sort of way. Why risk it? Let him just sit there and learn, dude. Yeah. Hell, Aaron Rodgers sat the bench for almost damn near four years behind Brett Favre, but now look at him. We consider Aaron Rodgers one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. You know what I mean? One it's funny what happens when you let an individual prepare as opposed to go out there and just get beaten up, you know? And, Ex and, exactly. No. Exactly. There's, there's no point, especially with that hip injury. If he wasn't injured ever, you know, he was perfectly 100% healthy. Yeah. Different type of story, maybe. But there's no there's no need for it, dude. San Francisco in this one, though. That's fair. That makes sense. Uh, Indianapolis at Cleveland. You know, Indianapolis with what looks like one of the best, if not the best defense in the NFL right now, uh, based on points given up and yards given up. Um, but Cleveland looks strong, man. That offensive line is just moving, bulldozing people out of the way. So uh, I'm going to go with Cleveland. You know, I'm just now changing my pick. I had Cleveland as well, Obed. I'm going with Indianapolis because you just mentioned the good point with the, with the defense, you know, in, Indian, in Indy. Um, I think that... Cleveland had a hell of a game last week against Dallas. Doing what the offense should be doing with, with, with um, every week, Kareem Hunt, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, that's what they should be doing, putting up 49 points a game, you know, at least 30 points a game every week. But I'm going to go with Indy here. I'm changing my pick officially. Let's go Colts. Let's go. Uh, New York Giants at Dallas. I want to see the betting man that is taking New York Giants in this game because I'm not. <laughs> Let's go Dallas. Dude, if Dallas – I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm picking Dallas. Obviously, the Giants are horrible. Again, they will be the second worst team in the NFL, folks, right behind the New York Jets. Both New York teams will be – maybe they might combine to win seven games this year. Combine, okay? Um, but Dallas well, – the, the Giants are winning seven games then? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm, yeah, okay, you know what? Maybe they might combine to win three games. <laughs> sounds, sounds a lot. I like that a little better. The, the Giants winning three. There you go. There you, there you go. <laughs> Dude, I mean, Dallas obviously should win this game. If for some reason Dallas not win this does not win this game against the Giants, Mark McCarthy might be might not be last in the season. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Because there's no way you can, you can lose to the Giants. Let's go, Cowboys. Uh, Denver at New England, um, even without the defensive player of the year, uh, New England is going to win this game. Yeah, this is an easy one. As you mentioned before, Denver's on their third string, if not fourth string, if not seventh string, if not 12th string quarterback. Um, I, I don't even know who's playing quarterback for me. I think John Elway might be might be start suiting up this week. Strap it up, strap it up. Can the, <laughs> this one's for John. <laughs> you know, he might need to do that spin move he did in the Super Bowl some years uh, back. He, did, he, he definitely did the any given Sunday spin move helicopter uh, at the end of the end zone. I was like, I hope yeah. he's not dead. Yeah, he, um, might, he might need a start for the Denver Broncos. We have pats all the way. This is easy. 
Uh, Minnesota at Seattle. Going with Seattle, even though that defense does give up a lot of yards. I think it's a good spot for uh, Minnesota with the emergence of Justin Jefferson to do some things downfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they obviously uh, Kirk Cousins has these just spotty games on on night games, and it could go be a toss up and go either way. But I think he has a chance to. to uh, I think Seattle has a chance to continue this MVP season if they just let Russ cook. Yeah, yeah, this is the Sunday night matchup. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Seattle as well too. Like, yep, you said it right. Let Russ cook, dude, all the way. Uh, then we got the LA Charger at, at New Orleans um, on Sunday on Monday Night Football. I'm going New Orleans. I mean, I love what Justin Herbert is doing, but Superdome. I mean, the Superdome isn't as scary to play in because there's no fans. Uh, but I just feel like New Orleans has it. They're gonna they're not they're gonna come out here and play well. Well, there is a report that the um, game between the Saints and the, and the Chargers could be relocated to Indianapolis as Lucas Oil Stadium because of Hurricane Delta that's entering the uh, Louisiana area. So I think they're going to be making a decision later uh, on this week because um, I think it's going to hit, I think, the area on Friday night, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. they may have to switch the game to Indianapolis for them to play. Either way, like you said before, it doesn't matter because even in this in New Orleans, there's no fans in the arena. Because we all know that dome is completely different when there's fans in there, okay? So um, I'm going to go Saints as well, too, no matter what. All Saints. Yep, yep, yep. So, I'll bet I think that's going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. So glad you guys were... Uh, joining in for us this week once again. Any last words for the people, sir? Ladies and gentlemen, get your popcorn ready because I want to see Mike Pence defend against uh, uh, Kamala Harris. I I hope that he's a great defense attorney because he's about to get prosecuted. (laughs) She about to put in that work, son. Let's go, Black Girl Magic. (laughs) I like it, dude. Folks, thanks for tuning in once again here on What's the Word Entertainment. Don't forget to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Twitter, at the WWENT for Obed. I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.